how's it going <laughs> so for you guys listening this is the first time we record in person with a shared microphone oh my god okay guys i hope you hear a difference in sound quality because we've got new microphones Woo-hoo! we finally put an investment into the yeah. podcast I know. Um, we were getting called out for our audio quality. Yeah. Let's just put it that Especially way. Especially when we're in Specific person. members of our close circle <laughs> called us out multiple times. <laughs> I'm not going to say names. Being like, this quality is just not it. Yeah, this like podcast episode it. content was good, but like... <laughs> yeah. Quality, ugh. So it was upsetting. So we're we trying. to change it. Yeah. It might take a few times to adjust. But yeah, exactly. Because we're not properly used to like using something with actually like... We've got like a, you know, we can like turn up the gain and whatever. What's the other thing? The pattern, like where it picks up yeah, sound where it from picks and up stuff. Sound. Well. So we feel very profesh. But yeah, so for this week's episode, we wanted to touch on something that we kind of talked about last, in our last solo episode, which was all about kind of living in the moment. Like we brought that up and how yeah. we want to start trying to live in the yeah. moment and like not let pa- life kind of push us too forward basically yeah um so we've kind of d- kind of done some research and we thought we'd do a little episode on that yeah but before we do that shall we get into our highs and lows as we always do oh my god of course do you want to start us off yeah so i would i'm gonna start with my low my low's just been that i've been a bit like more anxious and i feel like it's hormonal probably um as well this week which has not been that great (laughs) not that fun I think it always just like hits me out of nowhere I'm always like oh I'm doing so great and then it's like oh why am I feeling this way like it's annoying there's no specific reason sort of thing um and I just get a bit frustrated because I know I'm kind of like almost ruining like it for myself Mm -hmm. because I feel like rationally I know everything's going well but I guess I just, I know I need to just, like, be a bit kinder to myself and just realise that it's also, I don't know, let myself feel the feelings, but also realise that, yeah I don't know, it's okay to move on from certain things and it's also okay to have, like, certain dips in mood and yeah. stuff like that. Especially if you know that it is, it might be, like, hormonal. Yeah. And you just need to be extra kind to yourself to be like, I know my emotions are heightened in yeah. this moment, so just, like, let it be. Yeah. So that's been a bit annoying. But on the plus side, I feel like I've had some really good, wholesome time with friends, with female friends especially. Um, like we went to Winter Wonderland, which was lovely, where Cara was supposed to come and then <laughs> Guess she <what>? cancelled. <laughs> Cara didn't show up again. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, not me. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh God, okay. that was my laugh. I can't laugh that close to the microphone. <laughs> so when we laugh, we back away. Yeah. <laughs> um but and then yesterday I very spontaneously decided that I was gonna come by Cara's today so I literally just took a train <laughs> uh, on a random like Friday lunch break and showed up on Cara's doorstep I mean I did tell her before yeah <laughs> you did give me a, a few hours yeah <laughs> it wasn't that much notice I've, we've never been that spontaneous with like hanging, hanging out. out yeah um just because we live so far away so normally we can't be that spontaneous yeah but also it made me realize that actually if we really did yeah. like, need to see each other it can happen yeah i'm glad you came over this was <laughs> fun. very wholesome night yeah we've i feel like been... i needed cara time so. yeah <laughs> yeah we've already been talking for ages as well so i think yeah we sat down like two hours ago because we to wanted record. to start the podcast <laughs> we got we went into a hole of talking about random as we do yeah as <laughs> we do um, but we're, it was cute because we we made sushi or like, can you call it? Yeah, yeah. we made sushi yeah. and we made that like Emily Mariko's mm, yeah. dish, yeah, like, like the salmon, salmon rice. Yeah, which was really nice. It was quite good, wasn't it? Yeah. I think for our first time trying it, it was fun. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I'm a fan. And this is the first time I ate salmon in a long time. So It wasn't too fishy. It was quite good. No. Really, really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I was just reflecting on the food. <laughs> so is that your high then? Spending wholesome time with friends? Yeah. And um, I already know that my high is also going to be watching The Princess <laughs> Swap with Cara later on. <laughs> That's yeah. why this episode has to be a shorter one because we really yeah, want to watch sorry, the Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> but Leo showed me the trailer and it looks like so bad. Because she hadn't, she hasn't watched 
either the Princess Swap 1 or the Princess Swap 2 and the Princess Swap 3 has just been released and I'm pretty sure there's going to be full characters (laughs) four times Vanessa Hudgens in it so it's just so exciting so we have to watch it but the costs for the show are so low (laughs) because it's just Vanessa Hudgens I don't need to hire that I didn't even think of that (laughs) oh my god true (laughs) yeah they're really saving on costs there then again I'm sure that Vanessa Hudgens cost is like ginormous that is true I feel ginormous. Like ginormous. <laughs> That's like even bigger than enormous. Oh my god. It's like dinosaur vibes. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? Oh, I don't know. Don't okay. question it. That's a, that's like the line for this episode. Dinosaur vibes. <laughs> if you want to get anything out of this episode. Dinosaur vibes. Dinosaur vibes. Yeah. I'm sure the dinosaurs lived in the moment. Yeah. Maybe they didn't and that's why they all Maybe died. They, mm, exactly. See, that's the thing. You know, we can't be focused on the future or the past because who knows... Ah, the earth might be hit by another meteorite and they might all die tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) then all your plans are for nothing so you might as well just enjoy the moment don't know if that was depressing or that was that went from zero to hundred real quick (laughs) ignore me what about you cara okay so i don't have a low this week that's so good that's what we love we love that i'm feeling good i have no ulcers touch wood yay um i feel like it's been a while since you said that i know i really don't want to jinx it (laughs) <laughs> um, I had quite a good week at work nothing too stressful today was quite chill as well which is nice um, yeah it's all Gucci year, so I wouldn't say there's any lows this week and my highs obviously spending time with Leo oh my god as always oh my god I don't know if we said that I, I know we said that we were gonna do it in an episode like hang out and like true the Christmas tree lights and stuff but we didn't really talk about it oh my god true basically Leo came over last weekend yeah and we watched movies, baby. It was so cute. We were supposed to record and it just never happened. No. But here we are. And it's actually happening, so it's fine. I'm so glad though, because I was like, oh, that would be sad if we didn't see each other again before we both go home for Christmas. Yeah. So I'm glad. Yeah. That and it's nice that it's again. a new breeze, so like I can yeah. show Leo my space. I love Cara's flat. Cara's flat is very it's awesome. so cozy. And it? I feel like, yeah, you're, you're quite often, you've been to London quite a few times because mm. where you work, so... Yeah, it's nice. So we get to like see each other's lives. Yeah. But yeah, short and sweet. And also, what was cute about that day as well. Not short and sweet. No. <laughs> you thought it was going to be short and sweet. I was like, that's it. Nope. <laughs> Leo comes in and swoops in to save the short and sweet. No, kills the short and sweet. <laughs> Anyways, what I wanted to say was that it was cute that we kind of did like a culture swap. In terms of we baked like a German Christmas cookie traditional recipe. If any of you fellow Germans are out there or people who've lived in Germany or who've been to like a German Christmas market, we baked vanilla Kipfer and it was really yummy. I think Cara and Ed approved. Yeah, we ate all of them. (laughs) We made like a batch of, well... They were supposed to be 40. It was supposed to be 40, but we made them so big that it was only like 29. <laughs> they were the ugliest vanilla kipfer that you've ever seen. But they tasted delicious. Like we tried to take like aesthetic photos <laughs> of them and it was just not possible. Just but they were so good. Yeah. They were so yummy. And then also Kara had like flatbread and, or like bread from, from Jordan and we yeah. ate that with hummus and and Kara's like the best at making... I didn't <laughs> even know that you could make like store-bought hummus like taste that good. Yeah. Like describe what you did. I don't want to butcher it. Well, you just put it on a plate. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, and then you add like some olive oil on it. Yeah, it can add some paprika and cumin and add some salt on it. And then it just tastes a lot better. It's, it's like so simple. So good. Like, little, little things you can do and it tastes so good. Because yeah. that's what we do when we have like the normal hummus at home. So I just try to make Can it you say taste. hummus for the podcast? Because I've been um. probably for <laughs> yeah. several months trying to say hummus. Hummus. Like I don't. I am gonna. You just say hummus. Hummus. Say it close to the microphone. Hummus. Okay. But I want some confirmation. Well, Leo, I know. like hummus. <laughs> as if you're like coughing. I just can't say it. Like I can't repeat hum. that. Hum. Yeah. Hummus. Yeah. <laughs> you did it. Yay. That was really good. Caught live on the podcast. <laughs> My exactly. success. My one and only success. I'm never ever going to say that word again. Yeah. Every time you want to say it, you just play. <laughs> play back this minute on the episode. <laughs> Do you have some? <laughs> you play it back. <laughs> um yeah so that's all i wanted to share see still short and sweet yeah it's fine it was fun very good experience um and yeah do you want to just dive into the research that you did about this topic yeah so 
basically the first thing I thought would be good to talk about is kind of like the psychology behind being very like forward thinking and always looking for the next best thing. So I guess to put it into context, like why we wanted to talk about this. Basically, I think Leo and I are very much that, and I don't want to speak on behalf of you, but we're very much the, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> the type of people to be like, oh, then like at uni, we're all like, okay, we need to make sure we graduate with the best grades. And like when we graduated, the next thing was like, I need to get a job and yeah. then I can like relax or then things like, oh, I need to make sure I get that promotion mm. before I can like even enjoy or like start thinking about enjoying myself. Yeah, I remember thinking like in like before we graduated I remember thinking like oh I'll be so happy once I've got like a grad job lined up and then once I had that it was like oh I'll be I don't know then when I was almost finished with my grad school I was like oh I'll be like super sorted and happy like as soon as I've just got like my permanent job lined up like there's always gonna be something something that you can focus on and then I think now we're at that point where we're both like we've got a we have got a promotion and like we're at the next stage in our job and now we're like should we move somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> like, should we move countries and look for opportunities somewhere else? Like, yeah. It's a thought in our head. So, I guess we notice that we're always the type of people to that find ourselves, like, thinking about the future. Um, maybe to the point where, like, it takes over the actual moment. And so, through doing so, we kind of forget to just enjoy the present. Um, and we've been trying to think a lot about the why question when it comes to this. So, like, why do we do this? So, yeah, we've done some research so that you don't have to. So, um, in this article written by Kylie Fuller, Kylie looks into the work of Adam Grant, who's an organizational psychologist, who explains that living for the moment is a type of mental time travel, a psychological phenomenon whereby people transport themselves to the past or future. And psychology research shows that looking uh, to the future shifts our attention from the monotony is that how you pronounce it monotony monotony maybe sorry Cara making fun of me how I say fantasy I don't don't know how to pronounce it um of the mundane life and basically we're we're looking for something more meaningful so the future kind of becomes this like emotional target that gives us purpose to kind Mm -hmm. of ignore the frustration we live in the moment like that we have in the moment um I don't know if I fully agree with this to be honest because because sometimes you can be like happy and enjoy moments that you have in the day but also still be very forward thinking um I think it's like a, it depends on the case because some people do like look towards the future when they aren't content with yeah I do feel like there's like, like certain now. tendencies right like some yeah. people because I think actually I don't think forward that much like yeah I I think I value security in the sense of I wanted to have like my job lined up and that sort of thing um and if I feel like yeah I do often catch myself chasing the next thing but I think I look backwards more than I do look forwards yeah which is also annoying they're both are kind of equally unhelpful I would say yeah but I I find myself when I'm happiest in the present moment that's when I probably plan for my future the least Mm. or like catch myself like daydreaming because I remember when I was like a kid or like in my young teens I would literally daydream all the time I would I feel like that's like what I spend all of my time doing I would just like daydream about often like me in the future or like some other parallel me or something but yeah it was mm-hmm. often just like me older and like what I would look like and what job I'd have and like you know the friends I would have and everything and I don't do that anymore I think because I'm happy with those things now yeah. You Maybe know. you're at that point where yeah. now you're the person that you were wanting to be yeah. at that point. I think I think younger me would be proud. Oh, to be honest. I'm proud. <laughs> what about like you, younger you? I was very forward thinking. Yeah. So like I would always be like, oh, I can't wait to be 20 or like have this sorted, have this sorted. Um, but also I think I never like really stopped to think what was happening. Like mm-hmm. I think I've had really low awareness of just life in general when I was younger like life just happened and I was like okay this is happening yeah and I don't think until I went to uni and like started to just realize what life is like because I think when you go to uni life stops becoming so structured so you actually have time to like choose what you want your life to be like yeah so I finally like that was like the first stage where I had power over what I wanted you make choices for the first time exactly so I think that's when I started to like properly 
think about like the future because I felt like I actually had control over it yeah very weird did you have like specific things where like when you were younger you thought if you had this and this sorted you'd be like I think it was just the classic like husband house oh really okay money why did you have something different I didn't think that far in the future I would never fantasize about like getting married or like even owning a house or anything like that Mm. it was more for me I had this like girl I wanted to be who like wore cooler clothes yeah you wanted to be like the girl next door that everyone like yeah and I wanted to I don't know I wanted to have not even necessarily a boyfriend but I I guess I wanted to feel be in love yeah Mm. and I wanted to if I remember this it was like weird bizarre things of like I wanted to have like an iPhone and like I felt like that was gonna make my life so much better <laughs> you were like 13 now me like, working at Samsung <laughs> the irony <laughs> that's so bad it's so funny like I think it was very much like materialistic things that I thought were gonna bring me happiness yeah of like uh, monetary freedom or yeah materialistic things that I felt like I couldn't afford when I was younger and I couldn't purchase for myself but I just felt like they would make me happier I think because like I saw a lot of my friends having them and I was like oh but if I only had that like I'd be that much happier and yeah I feel like I probably thought at that point like cooler but then at the end of the day I probably just thought I'd be happier because of it yeah and now it's interesting because I think I'm now a point not saying that I'm like baller rich but I can like (laughs) You're financially independent. I'm independent. I can, like, make choices about, like, buying myself things I want. Yeah. Even, like, holidays and stuff like that. Like, that's, like, bizarre. Or, like, musicals and, like, just random Mm, concert or, like, theatre tickets or something like that. Like, it's so cool to me that I can now just choose to go to these things on my own. Um, Which, and I mean, obviously now I know that material things is, like, absolutely not what buys you happiness. But I think that that's what I was, like almost had like my my sights set on when I was younger which is weird that's very interesting (laughs) you know how you were saying that you feel like you go more to the past yeah like you focus more on the past so this guy called (laughs) E.L. Winter I think he's a doctor actually should respect that right so Dr. Winter (laughs) in psychology today he says that it's a nice last name I know right he says that um human psychology is like we're evolutionary heart evolutionarily hide Oh, I can't speak. <laughs> he says, okay. He says that we're evolutionarily hardwired to live in the past and the future. So other species have their instincts, and um, that's like reflected to help with their survival. But we as humans, we ha- we rely on learning and planning. So we learn from our past, and we plan through living in the future. So, for example, feeling regretful over something that can make us really miserable because we're reflecting on the on the past but it is a mental me- mechanism for learning yeah from one's mis- mistakes so you can avoid repeating any of those things in the future yeah um, it's a very strong mental mechanism that i have <laughs> isn't it so interesting <laughs> yeah it, it i think it is really important though like yeah it's important to reflect because if you didn't yeah if you weren't aware then you would keep you making continue, the same exactly. mistakes over and over again until you become aware yeah isn't it there's some sort of saying or quote where it's like that the same We're bringing lessons. back the quotes yeah. in this episode. And again, it's quotes that like make no sense because I've butchered them in my head. But <laughs> it's something about like the same lessons will like continue to show up for you until like you, you learn, you from, learn them. from them and yeah. like you actually see them for what they are. Yeah. Which That's I feel like good. is kind of true. That is very true. And then basically like fearing about the future it's essential to motivate us um, to do something that may be unpleasant today, but then has a benefit for our well-being in the future. That makes sense. So we, like, the reason we are very hopeful for the future is because it gives us that, like, push to do things we... Yeah. Like working out. Like maybe, like working out. Or writing your CV or or sending the application. Yeah. Or Or doing, like, an entry-level role where you know, like, you're not even getting paid that much. True. And, like... Internships. Yeah, exactly. So you do it because yeah. you know that that gives you the opportunity. Even uni, right? You're only Literally doing that everything. to get a job. Yeah, school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's mad. I didn't even realise that. Yeah, you do a lot in hopes for a future. I think, yeah, I guess people... I don't know if you learn any, or if you read anything about that, but I feel like people are, like, hardwired to, like, strive for the next thing or, like, chase goals or something like that. Like, I feel like whenever somebody sets a goal... 
Yeah. And like you strive for the next one, which is why I think the completely different example, but that's why I think working out for a specific goal is so uh, like toxic or like can just end up in a cycle. Because if you, for example, work out and you're like, oh, I want to lose this and this much weight or something or yeah. build this or like get if it's like working out maybe become this and this heavy or whatever it is you know build this and this much muscle as soon as you get to that goal then you'll automatically set the next goal because in your mind you're like oh I'll feel this in this way but then you don't so then it's like you're striving for the next thing yeah and your brain almost becomes used to the current state as like the norm and then it's like well that's not good enough now we need the next thing yeah so it's the constant pressure that you put yourself on yeah and then it, it gets to a situation where, like, nothing you do is good enough. Yeah. And that's, like, so toxic to, to put that pressure on yourself. Yeah. Which can be very interesting, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> so, like, bad English. <laughs> um, but it's, it's also very hard to live in the present because our intelligent cognition denies its existence. So our, our mind views time as a continuous and linear process. And because it's continuous... Like, any millisecond before the present moment is already the past, and mm. any millisecond after is the future. Like, our past selves introduced this episode. <laughs> like, not us now. God. And I think when you think of it that way... It's a bit mind-boggling. It is, isn't it? And it makes you... It, it, it makes you kind of understand, like, why can't we live in the present? Because the present isn't... It yeah, even that just isn't like a very a fleeting moment. Yeah. <laughs> that God. just, like, moves. I know, that's, like, mind-boggling, isn't it? Are you, like, tripped out? <laughs> but, yeah. So, I guess we also wanted to touch on the way society also puts the pressure. So, I think we, we already mentioned how, like, when you're younger, there's the maybe structural pressure of, like, okay, you need to go to school, you need to go to university, you need to get the job. Yeah. But I was wondering if you experience any things in your day-to-day life that you feel like society, like society puts a pressure on you to always look for the next big thing. Yeah, I feel like it's again probably cultural differences because mm. I really noticed a shift when I think I've grown up in very traditional, I don't know, city-based like Western city, city-based Western city. <laughs> Is my brain even functioning? It's late, guys. I know. Like... <laughs> Western cities, yeah, <laughs> type environments where what's celebrated is very much like. Um, career success and money and I guess to some extent like power in some way so you're kind of always looking for how can I become more successful and how can I almost be more impressive or like that's gonna you know kind of like status in a way yeah um and I think I think we touched on this in like the last episode of especially I think London is very much like that as well like you're constantly kind of surrounded by that many so many different people that you can compare yourselves to so it's kind of natural that you see so many different most versions of yourself that maybe you could be or different versions of your job that you could want to aspire to so I think it's almost natural that you find yourself wanting to chase the next thing because society and capitalism in itself does not want us to be happy like yeah, that is not what gets us of, to spend money yeah. you know like even changing our bodies or changing our diets or buying new clothes like we wouldn't do that if society valued us being happy in the moment like yeah, that is not what gets the economy turning and capitalism going so I feel like that's kind of probably an underlying reason why we're all on this almost like hamster wheel chasing the next arbitrary thing yeah um and then I think I've spoken about this a little bit before but I had a conversation which was really interesting with our uni friend from Spain um who kind of lived on like one of the Canary Islands for a while and she was saying that the definition of happiness and success uh the definition of success there is like just how happy you are and lots of people you know have maybe lower paying jobs like for example they're just like waitressing a few days a week or a few hours or something and then in their free time they literally use that money to don't know do what they actually want like hang out with friends and go surfing or just you know enjoy their lives and just have a good time yeah and it's so interesting how yeah looking back you'd probably have an a lot better like more vivid time doing those things yeah but for some reason in like and I feel like a lot of people kind of talk about that in like a wistful way like in London or something like that where like oh I wish I could do that it's like well you could yeah like any of that would be a dream and it's like well yeah it's the way 
it's just like that's just the way it is here in London yeah like, people choose to just accept all oh, that like this is it and yeah. like, there's no way to change it when I think we have a lot more control than we think well yeah that comes that's a, a very privileged statement as well to say I yeah think. yeah of course you do need to have because yeah. also it's having the freedom to leave and stuff like that like yeah. I think there's a lot of factors that play into it and you probably do need a little bit of money to start off with with like buying plane tickets and you know Mm-hmm. all of that or like I don't know maybe for the first few weeks that you're there before you found a job or something like that but I think it's interesting how like a lot of people say that like they would want that lifestyle but then at the end of the day they don't do it because I've even had that same thing where I'm like I kind of want to just go effort and like go somewhere you know to an island and right maybe away, I still will like go life. traveling for a year because I definitely want to explore so much more than I have but I think there's also that voice in the back of my mind, which is like, but I do still want that life eventually. You yeah. know, I do still see that vision for me of like me being like uh, a boss woman, you know, like living, working for my dreams and being successful. And there's a part of me which is like, okay, why do I want those things? Yeah. You know, why do I want to buy a flat or... Mm you know, have that job or be able to... Can you answer that question? Or is it literally just like... You're... It's just a question. Like, I yeah. I don't know what... If that is... Because I can't imagine that to be an intrinsic desire that we're born with as... No. ...human. That must be, like, society. I think also society Because, like, your mom was, like, working full-time and was, like, a very yeah. successful person. So I think also that may, may have an impact on that. Yeah. Like, definitely, yeah, I... I I think that probably has an impact of like what you see your parents doing. Like yeah. I couldn't imagine being a stay-at-home mom just because my mom was yeah. working. Like both my parents were working. Yeah. So. so that has like a big impact, I think. Yeah. What's your thoughts on this? Well, that's interesting because my mom used to work and then as soon as she got married, she was like, bye. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, she always saw herself being a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Like she loved, like that was her purpose. Yeah. But I think, I honestly think I don't have the luxury to choose at the moment mm. like in today's society I don't have a choice to be like I want to be a stay at home mom yeah because it's more than ever like it's harder to ha- like afford to yeah. live comfortably for yourself and let alone when you have a family yeah so I don't think I have a choice to think about that to be honest mm. um but I do think I find some purpose in working mm. because you realize it's a bit it's like bigger than you and you're contributing to something as a collective might yeah. not be the best thing for the world but I think I do crave that like group or like working to something yeah but I definitely have moments where I'm like Kara's <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> having a breakdown lol I definitely have moments where I'm like I, I could literally I would love to own a little cafe by the beach mm. and like just have that be my life yeah because I'm content with living just every day I think when I have existential thoughts I'm like like what's the point of stressing every day and like I, I mean, I'm not saying that if you own a cafe and like you're waitress you won't experience stress like there's different types of stress but when it becomes less of like I need to make this much money to have all these things and it becomes mm. more of like I need this money so I could live and like enjoy my life yeah it's a different kind of stress yeah I agree I also think I've shifted my perspective a little bit on like working for myself yeah I think I used to always think that I'd want to work for a bigger company or like just a company in general and not be doing something for myself I think that maybe comes from like a lack of trust that I had like in my abilities a little bit yeah whereas now I definitely can see myself like that would kind of be a dream for me if that I would could, be a like, dream for example the podcast, the podcast I was yeah. just thinking if we could like in a few years time invest like all our time into yeah, it yeah exactly and make that like a full-time thing I genuinely think that would be fulfilling yeah because that's something that I believe in that like brings me joy yeah that I feel like hopefully is doing like some good if like people listen to it and maybe relate to it in some way and yeah I feel a lot more f- fulfilled coming out of like a podcast episode than like my five days a week yeah doing nine to five for me it's not even a, <clears throat> like it's compare like you can't compare it yeah yeah because just like conversations I think that's what I've realized as well like I think I just 
I really like learning new things about people and yeah. like having honest conversations and not just like the f- surface level things. I think obviously you can still have those at work and like I really like that aspect of work of like connecting with new people and yeah. networking and stuff like that and meetings but yeah I feel like I'm drifting off topic. <laughs> I'm like what is this episode even about? Like what are we, what are we talking about? Karen we're just living in the moment. <laughs> I do think the podcast though is a perfect example of like reflecting on the past and being yeah. future thinking but also living in the moment. Yeah. Like, it's such a... Th- I think the podcast, each episode is a time capsule of our reflections on the past, our hopes and dreams for the future, but then also how we, we feel in, in that exact moment. That's so true. Oh, my gosh. Right? That, I love that way of looking at it. It's so cool. Mm. It's so cool. But yeah, so shall we talk about why it's important to be in the present and not be too forward thinking yes so apparently spiritual gurus and life coaches and meditation teachers are constantly preaching about the importance (laughs) of being present from a psychological spiritual and emotional level and some psychological benefits of being present include being happier more excited about life feeling more secure and having a higher self-esteem and lower rates of depression and just distraction so i think by now everyone i feel like everyone by now just knows the benefits of being like living in the moment like it's not a new statement that people have yeah never heard before people always say you should live for the moment like don't worry yeah. about the future don't just worry about enjoy the past. yeah but i think that's not the problem here i think um the problem is actually that being present requires us to practice being present Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to kind of simply be present rather than like thinking oh how do I be in- present in this moment um, and it's easier said than done in a so- society that as we mentioned it kind of like conditions us to continuously be planning and like doing and thinking for the future yeah so how can we practice it so how can we learn to be present Leo <laughs> you're asking the wrong girl <laughs> <laughs> so we have three tips basically or three things you can do to be present in the moment and we got this off of the two articles that we read yeah so the first thing is to acknowledge that the me today is not the same person as the me yesterday or the me tomorrow so Eyal and psychology today said that our lifespan is comprised of multiple selves on different shifts as we change throughout our lives and this isn't an, an illusion and it the this isn't an illusion, and instead it's a reality. So if me today is the sum of my memories, desires, thoughts, and feelings, then me today is a very different person from me 10 years ago, and me 10 years into the future. So this is the multiple selves paradigm. And although it might seem scary to think that we're not the same person, it can encourage us to care less about the past, um, regrets, and less about the future fears. Um, and it's interesting that our... It's interesting to think that our past selves aren't... It isn't us, but it's not like a stranger to us. Mm -hmm. And um, we can blame our past selves for mistakes we've made that affect our lives today. And we can worry about how our future selves may be in a few years' time. But all we really know is how we feel now in this moment. So it kind of encourages us to be selfish and care for our true self, which is the one that's now. Yeah, I feel like I need to hear this. Do you? Yeah. Are you taking this like yeah. all in? Yeah. Just think, soaking up your words. That's good. I think it is a very interesting thing to think about. Yeah. Because you can't put too much pressure on your past mistakes. Because it's not you now. Like you can and that's the whole point of us being human. Like that's yeah. what makes us humans that we learn. And you can change. As much as people say like, Oh, people don't change, you you can change. Like you yeah. learn from your mistakes. Um, and there's no point like spending so much time overthinking in this moment about your past or your future because you're taking away from what is now, yeah. which is a completely different version of yourself Yeah. to your past or your future. Yeah. I feel like it's so interesting because I can definitely see that for myself. Like I can see so many ways where I'm so different, but then I catch myself just still attributing certain mistakes that I made in the past and being like, 
oh, but surely I could do that now or yeah. whatever. You know, even though I can so clearly distance myself from like other things or see, if I rationally look at it, I know that I'm so different from like who I was. Even like one or two years ago, I yeah. feel like I've really changed. Yeah. Um, And not just like superficially. I feel like I've changed like core values and like... So it's a good like mind perspective to have mm. to be to actually think of that person as a as a completely different person yeah because then it, it helps put trust in like who you are today that you don't there's like no it's not that big of a connection yeah you're a different person now yeah and you just have to trick yourself to, <laughs> to think of it that way yeah i feel like our brain because our brains are so clever so we almost have to trick ourselves yeah. to like <laughs> convince know, yourself stop overthinking things and stop being stuck in either the past or the present that is true past or the future <laughs> i didn't even realize <laughs> our brains are quite literally fried at this point in time <laughs> that's so funny the princess switch is all that's on my mind i'm, just, <laughs> You're I'm like, looking come on, forward come on, to the future <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is literally the opposite of what i'm trying to say in this episode sorry <laughs> no i am um, i always love recording the podcast <laughs> okay say it and i'll believe it <laughs> I do. I do. Go on, Cara. Right. Educate me further. So our second tip is to exchange self-evaluation for observation. So being present really requires us to stop really trying and to just be. So this means that instead of thinking about whether we're being present or not, we should just take the focus off of ourselves. So um, one thing to do is observe. So look at your surroundings. What does your environment feel like? Seek the details and pay attention to things you've never noticed. So you can do this when you're going for a walk or going for a new adventure or hang out with friends. Um, and I don't remember who said this, but someone said that sensory <laughs> stimulation is key when savoring the moment of happiness. I like that. We've talked about this it's before, right? It's very common right? sense, isn't it? Like be in the moment and be like, this is what I'm seeing. Yeah. This is what I'm witnessing. I remember like certain moments where like I just saw such a beautiful sunset or like landscape or even like a certain person where I was like, oh, I want to like... Just take it all in and like really focusing on all the details and stuff of yeah. like what's around. Me. And it's really easy to just be in a situation where you're just so in your head about everything that's going on. Yeah. And so by doing this, you're really like basically being in the moment and being like, okay, ignore everything else that's happening. Yeah. Let's just look at what's around me in this exact moment. In time. Okay, do that. Like describe where what we, we see are now. and like what you see and... So we're in the living room. We're sitting on the floor, which is very cool. Um, I've got the... I have a nicer view than you. I have the Christmas tree right in front of me with the fairy lights. Um, it's very cozy, very peaceful. And we're just enjoying each other's company. No. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's nice. Like, the fact that we were just talking for two hours and, like, yeah. bonding... Yeah. I see a lot of green around me at the moment. Cara's got lots of nice green little additions to I her I took home. our matcha I love addiction it. a bit too far, haven't I? It's so funny. Honestly, it's like infiltrated all bits of our life. I was um, showing Cara my CV earlier and it's literally got like a green head. It's <laughs> so funny. Yeah, literally everything. Cara like, and Ed both have green phone cases. Mm-hmm. Marco has a green phone my case My bed sheets well. are green. Uh, we are well and truly obsessed. Just so that you know, you know the podcast. Yeah, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but the podcast is not just a farce. It's truly who we are at the core. It is. It is green. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We live and breathe matcha and green. We, we actually had a matcha today as well. Yeah, we did. It was cute. We're true to ourselves. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Cara made me a very nice matcha, and I really would like to have it again tomorrow morning. I'll make it for you in the morning. <laughs> right. So our last tip. Which I, I, we have mentioned in previous episodes. But it's to make a list of why this moment is important and practice gratitude. So every time you feel unsatisfied with the present moment or are longing for a future moment, spend some time practicing gratitude and maybe make a list of the moments that you're in that you can be thankful for. So why is this moment important? So this can be a very super useful practice, especially when... The routines can become something that you dread instead of something that excites you. Mm. Um, And it can be something really small. Like, it doesn't have to be something big. It could be something like, oh, it's not as cold outside as it was yesterday. Or my dinner was extra comforting today. Like, it was extra wholesome or cozy. 
And I feel like we just did that now as well. So we we listed our surroundings. Yeah. But then we also acknowledged that it was this was like a bonding yeah. experience as well. Um, I love doing that. I actually do that like every day in my life, I think. When I'm yeah. Me too. Even like, I think the romanticizing the moment thing really does help. Yeah. I remember certain like mundane tasks just used to feel so tedious to me as a teenager. Like even like waiting for a bus or something like that. I can genuinely say, like, I think I love, like, almost everything I do on a day-to-day basis. Like, yeah. even walking somewhere or going to the shops or, don't know, sitting on a train. Like, I love all those little moments. Like, I look yeah. forward to them. There's not, like, a moment where I, like, want it to be over with, you yeah. know. Apart from potentially hoovering because it's really loud. Although I've got a new hoover and it's way less loud. Oh, my gosh. I... It's amazing. <laughs> It's actually made life, like, but hell of a lot this better. Is, this is how you know you're, like, adulting to some extent. Like, I got a new Hoover recently, and it's literally, like, Oh, uh, okay, what's your Hoover? It's just the shark one. Oh, I've got the Samsung Jetbot, and it's great. Well, it's, like, Jet 70 or something. Hashtag not an ad. <laughs> it's great. Anybody want some UK staff sales? Hit me up. No, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. I <laughs> can't say that on the podcast. <laughs> is it? As in, I don't think I'm oh. allowed to give my discounts away. Yeah. <laughs> um but it's it's great so that actually has made hoovering i don't know why i talk about hoovering but <laughs> how did i get onto this sometimes i, I catch myself like what how, how have i landed in a spiral of thoughts the, to be honest though the old hoover i had <laughs> it like I, it, I stopped hoovering because it started making like really weird noises oh god that were quite scary like i'd be hoovering and it ran it would randomly go like <laughs> literally give me anxiety so every time like ed hoovers now i like cover my ears with old hoover basically um so now i can happily say i hoover again with confidence <laughs> <laughs> you think this and hoover hoover ad read has <laughs> um changed my life i'm happier today that is beautiful oh also something little that's made me really happy recently is that i discovered that i have a working fireplace have i mentioned this on the podcast i don't know well it's honestly changed my life because we didn't know it was functioning like we thought it was just like for show and then an electrician came by and he told us that it actually does work and he showed us how it turns on and it's amazing that's nice of him to like yeah, I literally sit by the fire, like, every single morning now. And, like, if I'm working from home. And, and does, it, does it actually heat the room quite well? Yeah, yeah. It's like an actual fire. Yeah. No, I know. But, like, sometimes the fireplace is, like... Oh, it, no, it yeah. It will heat quite close, but then the whole room... It makes doesn't. it really nice and cozy oh. and toasty. It's so lovely. And does it sound... Is it quite nice? Is it, like... Yeah, quite... it's just... I mean, it's not wood, so it wouldn't make, like, the classic oh. crack. But I find that quite nice, because I think I'd be a bit too scared of wood, potentially. Yeah, like, having to change scary, it and everything. It? Yeah. Um... So that's honestly made my life amazing. I'm also reading a great book series at the moment. So good things. Amazing. I don't know why I'm talking about this. <laughs> oh, gratitude. That was it. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Um, and then I thought we could end this episode with with uh, something quite exciting. And we're going to bring back quotes. Yay! <laughs> so I found a few like really cheesy quotes that I thought we could go through. Um, the first one being, When you live in the present moment... Full of curiosity, appreciation, and love for what is, you are truly living your best life. Hashtag live your best life. <laughs> and then I love this one. I think it's quite interesting. It says, "Let go of the illusion that it could have been any different." Mm. Because there's no point. That's so powerful. I think that is very powerful. There's no point sitting around being like, "What if? What if?" What yeah. If? That's you know that I feel like that's exactly the message of the Midnight Library. Have you read that? I haven't finished that. Oh, okay. I've heard that's kind of like the message but of I, it. Yeah. If anybody hasn't read it yet. Um, I think that's like one How of the first... I started in, in that? Like book reviews that yeah. I did on our Instagram. Um, that, that's like a great book and kind of takes you out of your head a little bit and just makes you realise that for all the tiny little regrets that you have or things which maybe you think you could have done better or differently... Like, it just kind of makes you realise that actually you're okay and perfectly, you know, you're right where you're meant to be and nothing yeah. would have turned out magically better if you had done this differently and or life that is, differently. I mean, this is so cliche, but life is too short to be, like, constantly worrying about what could have been. Yeah. Because you can't change it You anyways. can't change it. And there's no point in spending all that time and energy. Yeah. Talking about that, the next quote is... 
overthinking is the biggest cause of unhappiness. And I 100% agree with this quote. Yeah. It gets you nowhere. What is that? Um, the the Naina Florence yeah. quote. <laughs> it's only like... Uh, worrying. Wor- uh, worrying is like being on a rocking chair. It will like... It wait. It's been... <laughs> I'm butchering this. Like it will take your up your time, but it wouldn't get you anywhere. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. We'll repost it on our stories. It's so good. It's it so is, true. It is such a good quote. And then the last quote that I have here is, "Presence is when you are no longer waiting for the next moment, believing that the next moment will be more f- fulfilling than this one." Yeah. I like that. They're they're quite cheesy, but I think they're all. I think it's true. You can relate to it however you choose to relate to it. Yeah. I feel like at this point in time in my life, I'm probably most present than I have been. Yeah, I think so. In my life. So. I do think as you age though, you get, you gain that awareness. Mm. Yeah, I feel like you gain like appreciation for life. I honestly like don't remember being young and like acknowledging. I wasn't like, this is my life now. Like, this is yeah. how I'm feeling. I never really process those thoughts. Yeah. But I think now that I'm older, yeah. and I have more control over my life, you gain that, like, appreciation for the moments. Because you... It's, like, the first time in your life. I think when you're in your 20s, it's the first time in your life where everything you choose to do, you are fully choosing for yourself. Yeah. I think I was talking about this the other day with you, right? About we're at such, like, a unique stage of our lives where we are old enough to have control over what we're doing and for the first time we have like financial independence of some sort or at least like working for our own money but then we're also young enough to not have like endless responsibilities or have you know hopefully obviously that's not the case in all uh, people's lives but at least in our in our cases we're not like paying for family members or children or lots of responsibilities so it's just like this kind of magical limbo time where we kind of get to live for ourselves but also we yeah we have that control over what we want to do and I had that realization as well the other day of like yeah I'm choosing everything I want to do like yeah I get full control every single day what I want to do and that's pretty amazing like I think that's a very privileged thing to be able to say because there's a lot of adults that wouldn't be able to say that i think you saying this though in my head i'm like oh my gosh it's a little limbo of time and now i'm like i'm wasting it and i need to make no sure. no because it's also it i guess Every it lasts different and- but it also it lasts as long as you want it to last because yeah. you could choose to not have kids at all you know and i guess then you would have yeah. even more financial stability than you have now and even more wisdom than you have now and probably care even less about what other people think yeah. and overthink less it's not like a one size fits all no it's situation. not like one or two years it's like kind of however long this period you kind of want to make it last I guess you know because I feel like really when it gets complicated it's like when kids come into the picture isn't it <laughs> yeah it's a whole different like you stop living for yourself yeah yeah because then you have to put somebody else first and I think in that moment, obviously, you want to. But I think that's probably, I'm so like, young now. Like, my brain... I can't imagine that. Which might seem really selfish right now. But I'm, like, I'm very happy focusing on myself right now. Yeah. And, like, I want to build on that and, like, enjoy these years before. Me too. But I think it does happen, though. Like, you you mature enough to a point where you then realize that life is more than just taking care of yourself. And then you have that urge. I don't know if it's a maternal instinct instinct or not. Yeah, I think that too, but also I think that people grow with their challenges. Like, I feel like probably nobody feels ready to be a parent until no, no. you just have to be. Like, yeah. you can probably prepare, what, the nine months of pregnancy for it mentally, and then your kid is actually in your arms, and you're like, oh my gosh, like, I actually have to take care of this human being. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sure that's still... I'm sure you... I can imagine that, like, a lot of new parents don't feel ready, and then you just have to be. Yeah, maybe that's, like, a romanticised vision that I've been told growing up that like you will feel ready when yeah but like the reality is that most situations you don't have control over it yeah or even if you, you do plan for it feel, yeah yeah you also don't know how you re- you will react because each person's different you yeah can't say even if you want a kid fun. all your life it's probably still gonna be different how because how are we supposed to know what it's actually like why are we talking about kids <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this episode is anymore. (laughs) (laughs) 
me neither. We'll but... keep it short and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all. that's all. Okay, wait. Leon and I said we were gonna keep this thirty minutes. Yeah. Let's see. How long? How I long? think we've not kept it. I don't think we've recorded for that long. <laughs> it's been 50 minutes. No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Gosh darn it. Oh, no. So, guys, we really wanted to spare your ears. Maybe we can cut out some, <laughs> some rambling about Hoovers. 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 <laughs> oh, I like that bit of the episode. <laughs> Fave Let's just keep that on it. <laughs> Fave. <laughs> Anyways, um, hashtag. What? What? What did he say at the beginning of the episode? Something about dinosaurs. Oh, dinosaur vibe. Dinosaur vibe. Hashtag dinosaur vibe. <laughs> we hope you're all living your best dinosaur <laughs> lives and having a ginormously great week. And mm, we appreciate you, and we're grateful for you. That's one thing that we're really grateful for. We were yeah. talking about this before today. Yeah. How we can't believe that people are listening to us. And it just makes us happy. Especially, like, the messages that we get. Like it's the, one of the biggest reasons. I mean, we obviously love to do this, but it helps us keep yeah. going. Like, knowing that people actually yeah. respond. I don't know if we would have, like, kept going what, no. for, like, over a year if we hadn't gotten so many sweet messages. And, yeah. like, heartfelt messages. And they just make us we very happy. We have online friends now. Yeah, exactly. Makes us... I don't know. I feel it... it I feel like connected to the, everyone who listens and stuff and everyone who we DM. Yeah, same. It's so cool. So I thank love you. It. Thank you yeah. for being there. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> not <Bye>. stop now. <laughs> Bye, we're going to watch the Princess Switch now. <laughs> Bye. Bye.